Hi, my name is Dr. Sarah Cervantes Palm, and I am here to present to you one of our studies entitled The Effect of Novel Carbohydrates on Apparent Ileal Disappearance and Apparent Total Tract Disappearance of Gross Energy and Nutrients in Semi-Purified Diets Fed to Pigs. This experiment was presented at the American Society of Animal Science Midwest Conference in 2011 under Abstract 232. So for our introduction, novel carbohydrates are indigestible in the small intestines, and for that reason, they are considered dietary fibers, and they are intended to be added to food and beverages to increase the dietary fiber intake in humans. In a previous experiment, we have measured the caloric value of four novel carbohydrates. So in this experiment, we want to determine the effect of adding novel carbohydrates to the diets in pigs. Therefore, the objective of this experiment was to determine the effect of novel carbohydrates on the apparent ileal disappearance and apparent total tract disappearance of gross energy and nutrients in semi-purified diets containing cellulose and four novel carbohydrates fed to growing pigs. We used six carbohydrates in this experiment. We used maltodextrin as a passive control, and we used maltodextrin because it's a very digestible form of carbohydrate. We also used cellulose as a negative control. We chose cellulose because it is a carbohydrate that is well characterized as an insoluble and poorly fermentable fiber. The novel carbohydrates that we used for this experiment were also the novel carbohydrates that we used for our previous experiment. And these novel carbohydrates were the two types of insoluble fiber, resistant starch 60 and resistant starch 75. The 60 and the 75 denoting the concentration of TDF in these fiber ingredients. And two types of soluble fibers, soluble corn fiber 70 and pululin. Our hypothesis for this experiment is that the apparent ileal disappearance of gross energy and crude protein will be lower in the diets containing cellulose and novel carbohydrates compared with the maltodextrin casein-controlled diet. Our second hypothesis is that although dietary fibers are not digestible in the small intestines, we believe that a fraction of the TDF in the diet disappears in the small intestines. So for our materials and method, we used a total of 24 pigs that were fitted with ileal cannulas. We prepared six diets. Diet 1 was our controlled diet, and it was basically a maltodextrin casein-based diet. For diets 2 to 6, we replaced 10% maltodextrin with 10% of cellulose or each of the novel carbohydrates. The novel carbohydrates were therefore the only source of TDF in the diet. For our results, this graph presents the concentration of TDF in the ingredients. I would like to point out that the analytical procedure that was used to measure TDF in this experiment is AOAC method 991.43, which you could see in the lower right-hand corner of your slide. And you would see later on that this method has some limitations. Based on this method, Maltodextrin in the red bar contained 1.2% TDF. The occurrence of a small amount of TDF is unexpected 
because maltodextrin is a very digestible carbohydrate. The presence of the small amount of TDF in maltodextrin may indicate that maltodextrin may only be 99% digestible or that this value reflects a limitation of the AOAC method 991.43 for TDF analysis. Cellulose in the blue bar contained 100% TDF, RS60 in the green bar contained 62.9% TDF, and RS75 in the yellow bar contained 75.6% TDF. Soluble corn fiber 70 in the blue bar only contained 10% TDF using this method. This is one of the limitations of AOAC 991.43. Because soluble corn fiber is composed of low molecular weight carbohydrates that are soluble in ethanol, this method poorly recovers the dietary fiber fractions in soluble corn fiber, resulting to low TDF values. However, when AOAC method 2001.3 is used, soluble corn fiber 70 has at least 70% TDF. This indicates that AOAC method 991.43 is not the suitable TDF method to measure the concentration of TDF in soluble corn fibers. This graph shows the effect of the addition of cellulose or the novel carbohydrates in the diets on the AID of gross energy. The AID of gross energy in the maltodextrin-controlled diet is 96.8%, and we could see that the addition of cellulose and the novel carbohydrates in the diet reduce the AID of gross energy to varying degrees. Among the insoluble fibers, the addition of cellulose reduced the AID of gross energy to a greater extent at about 11 percentage units than the addition of either RS60 or RS75, which reduced the AID of gross energy by 6.3 to 8.2%. However, between the resistant starches, RS75 reduced the AID of gross energy more than RS60. The addition of soluble corn fiber 70 and pululan to the diet reduced the AID of gross energy to a similar extent. There was no difference in the AID of gross energy among RS60, soluble corn fiber, and pululan. Looking at the effect of adding cellulose or novel carbohydrates on the digestibility or disappearance of carbohydrates, we could see from this graph that the addition of cellulose and the novel carbohydrates reduced the AID of carbohydrates in the diets. This indicates that the reduction in the ileal digestibility of gross energy in diets added with cellulose or the novel carbohydrates is because of the reduction in the ileal digestibility of carbohydrates in the diets. And this is important because a reduced ileal digestibility of carbohydrates implies that less energy is absorbed as glucose, and this physiological effect is especially important to manage blood sugar concentrations, especially in diabetic patients. We also looked at the effect of adding cellulose or novel carbohydrates in the ileal digestibility of crude protein in the diets. As we can see from this graph, the addition of cellulose and pululan but not RS60, RS75, and soluble corn fiber 70 reduce the protein digestibility in the diet. 
A reduction in the digestibility of protein is an undesirable characteristic in a fiber ingredient. Therefore, it is important to choose a fiber ingredient that can reduce carbohydrate digestibility but not protein digestibility. We tried to explain the reduction in the AID of CP in the diets added with cellulose and pululat. If we look at the values at the bottom, these values are the water binding capacity of the diets. And what we noticed is that diets containing cellulose and pululan had a greater water binding capacity than diets containing RS60, RS75, soluble corn fiber, or maltodextrin. Therefore, we believe that the reduction in the crude protein digestibility in diets containing cellulose and pululan is because of its greater capacity to bind water. So, for our second hypothesis, and that is, that a fraction of the TDF in the diet will disappear in the small intestines, we determine the fraction of TDF that disappears in the different segments of the digestive tract. In this experiment, we observe a high SEM, which makes the data less sensitive to pick up differences among treatment means. However, from this graph, we could see that the AID of TDF in the maltodextrin diet was negative. This indicates that some endogenous compounds were analyzed as TDF because the concentration of TDF in the ileal digesta was more than what was consumed from the maltodextrin diet. The AID of TDF in cellulose is only 15.7%. The disappearance of TDF in RS60 and pululan diet was greater than in the cellulose diet at 44 and 49% respectively. We also observed a negative value for the disappearance of TDF in the soluble corn fiber diet. Considering that the method 991.43 is not suitable to measure TDF in soluble corn fiber, it is difficult to draw conclusions on the ileal disappearance of TDF from the soluble corn fiber diet. Looking at the apparent total tract disappearance of TDF, the apparent total tract disappearance of TDF in the maltodextrin diet is again negative, strongly suggesting that some endogenous compounds were analyzed as TDF. 35% of the TDF in cellulose disappeared over the total tract, indicating that cellulose is a poorly fermentable fiber, whereas the TDF in RS60 and pululan disappeared at about 56 and 49% respectively. The negative disappearance of TDF in the soluble corn fiber diet is difficult to interpret, not only because of the analytical issue involved with soluble corn fiber, but because of the endogenous losses that possibly could be analyzed as TDF. But relative to the disappearance of TDF in the maltodextrin diet, the lesser negative value of disappearance of TDF in the soluble corn fiber diet suggests that the fiber in soluble corn fiber is not fermentable. However, this conclusion is not consistent with reports from literature indicating that the fiber in soluble corn fiber is fermentable. Therefore, we decided to calculate the amount of endogenous compounds that was analyzed as TDF. The endogenous loss of TDF at the ileum was 25.25 grams per kilogram dry matter intake and over the total tract, the endogenous loss of TDF was calculated at 42.87 grams per kilogram dry matter intake. 
We believe this is the first reported value of indigenous laws of TDF. Using these values, we remove the influence of indigenous compounds that were analyzed as TDF, and we calculated for the standardized allele disappearance of TDF and the standardized total tract disappearance of TDF. We could see from this slide that the SID of TDF in soluble corn fiber diet is not anymore negative. And we could also see that the SID of TDF in the cellulose diet is at 35.8% and was less than the SID of TDF in RS60, soluble corn fiber, and pululin. The SID of RS75 was not different from that of cellulose. This graph also indicates that a substantial amount of TDF which is approximately 55% if we do not include the value for soluble corn fiber, disappears in the small intestines. Whether this disappearance is attributed or can be attributed to the fermentation in the small intestines or to the solubility of the fiber in the novel carbohydrates cannot be determined, and that is something that needs to be explored and studied further. This Graph presents the standardized total tract disappearance of TDF in the diets, and we could see that the STTD of TDF in cellulose is 68.8%, and the STTD of TDF in RS60, RS75, and pululan was not different from cellulose. The STTD of RS60, RS75, and pululan was also not different from each other. So we could see from this slide that the disappearance of TDF in the novel carbohydrates is quite substantial at 85% if we exclude the value for soluble corn fiber 70. So in conclusion, this experiment has shown that novel carbohydrates included at 10% in the diet reduced the AID of gross energy by the reduction in the AID of total carbohydrates. This experiment has also shown that the addition of cellulose and pululan, but not RS60, RS75, and soluble corn fiber 70, reduced the AID of crude protein. We have also observed that some TDF disappeared in the small intestines, and we believe that some indigenous compounds were analyzed as TDF. Thank you for your attention, and if you want more information on swine nutrition and feeds and feeding, we would welcome you to our website at httpnutrition.ansi.illinois.edu. Thank you and have a great day.